Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Well, well, we're back at the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. We've just finished an amazing Super Bowl in which the Eagles outlasted Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Outpaced. Outlasted, outpasted, out past maybe past. I don't know. It, it was an, it was a good game. Not not by I don't know by the stats maybe outpaced. It, it, it was pretty good. It was the most yardage of any game in the NFL postseason history, mm. it was amazing. I thought it was good. I was. It was a I, good game. I enjoyed the game, and for once, I'm going to say this: I think the game outdid the commercials. And we're marketing folks and advertising folks, so we look at it as we're here to watch it about it. You know. So the way I look at it is, I rank it this way: Justin Timberlake show first, commercial second, football third, and and football came up came up as number one. Football won for once in the Super Bowl. Uh, I was impressed with the Eagles. I was impressed. Hey, by the way, shout out to my boy Barnett. He had the play that he recovered the fumble right there, about two minutes or so left from Tom Brady. Rookie, University of Tennessee, fall for life. All-time sack leader in the history of the University of Tennessee. Beat out Reggie White. So I got to give a shout out to my boy Derek Barnett for winning a Super Bowl as a rookie in the NFL. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I could end it there. Just take it. Hey, it's a sports cast. We always and talk about being a sports what, bro- sports podcast. Just out of curiosity, just real quick. Hey, I don't know if y'all heard that in the mix. Did y'all hear that zip? I told y'all like two podcasts ago. Zip, <laughs> zip master zippy over here. Hey, um, just quick curiosity. I know yep. nobody cares. Yo yo yo. What did um was Tennessee able to do with Barnett while he was there? What what happened with? Ah, uh, we went to uh, three bowl games and then we got our coach fired. Yeah, but I mean, really, what happened? Uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. You know, we also had another guy who was rookie of the year named Alvin Kamara. Yeah, he yeah. was NFL. And, didn't start. Yeah, didn't even start at UT. Yeah. So, yeah, great. That, that's why we have a new coach. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, hey, but you know what? No matter what happened, champions for life. Champions for life. Four, five-star hearts, whatever. Anyway, why are we talking about that? Let's talk hey, about these Hey, you know ads. what? Where we're from. Where we're from, real quick, Mississippi. Fletcher Cox. Yeah. From Yazoo City. Also, where Jerry Clower's from, if you're... How? Yeah, shoot up here amongst us. Google that or YouTube if you don't know Jerry If you want to know some redneck comedy that's not ours, or Foxworthy, or the fake redneck comedy style. Very capable guy stuff. Yeah, from Nebraska. Nebraska. Hey, but uh, Husker. the kicker? Kicker for the Patriots. Yep, from Miss... Gaskowski. From Miss... Miss... I think he went to Jackson Prep. Mississippi. Anyway, missed a lot. We're, we're our audience doesn't care about the game. They don't care. I can feel them hanging about on. The, they want to know what we thought about the ads because you know they they wait for the gurus. So here's the marketing money podcast to tell them that they're sitting there going, "What did what did John and Josh think?" So I think what pa- what has passed, what we have finally passed, is the formerly most exciting brands are now the duds. Your Cokes and Pepsis have jumped the shark. Well, 
Pepsi went nostalgic, and, and I, I like the mood of it. I don't think it was big enough for a no, Super Bowl. It was just ad. flat. It wasn't big enough for a Super Bowl. Nah. It was a good just everyday ad. It was a good everyday ad, but it wasn't no. big enough for no, a Super Bowl. I, I don't ad. think so because it wasn't buzzworthy. If somebody saw that ad on TV, um, in the middle of a TV show, they're not going to tweet about how awesome it was. It, so, so for all of the money and resources that they have, I, I completely disagree. It was it was flat as flat as two week old open. Soft but on drink. the reverse, winner unexpectedly was Eli Manning and Odell Beckham with the "Now I've had the time of my life." I can't well, sing, but anyway, I thought I, I, I you have confirmed that. I've always didn't even that. need the comment. I just wanted to. Do it. Yeah, I think it threw people with the weirdness of the first thing. It blew Twitter apart. And I mean, I know it's not a brand ad, but it's pretty funny because Eli's, Eli's awkward. The messaging on Twitter from NFL was better because it said for 30 teams, the Super Bowl isn't the end of the season, it's the beginning of next season. Yeah. That, to me, was really strong copywriting that actually made the ad make sense instead of just being weird. And I don't really think it connected as far as what... I mean, the only thing that made it work is just them the quick clips like yeah. the oddness of it made you pay attention to it and let you know something was coming but yeah but like what was the point of it and that's what i would i would guess i'll tell you something that pepsico did well though and that is dorito and with Mount- bust a bust and Mount- missy elliott yeah uh missy misdemeanor elliott i can't stand the rain in my window i'm singing all night tonight because uh, i'm gonna ruin this podcast with my you were crashing it it's it's a it's a train wreck. Uh, it's a dumpster fire. No, but speaking of uh, dumpster fires, where you'd crawl out and have clean clothes, Tide. Thank you, thank you, Tide. <laughs> that segue there. I'm just segueing. Um, I'm trying to make it fun. So, what's your opinion on Tide? Because I saw back and forth on the social medias that it was kind of yes, no. I thought they won. Who could have said anything? Well, there was the, a lot. Everybody's look, got an opinion. No, no well, that, well, I look. think it won because it had the most random placement. It had five ads, I think. All right. So, here's what you got. You got David Harbour coming out of nowhere, Stranger Things. The only thing he had been on before where he was able to show any acting skill at all really was Newsroom, where he was the kind of cheesy anchor heir to the throne anchor if you watch yeah. that didn't really get much time though broke out on stranger things if you've heard this podcast you've heard me talk about tide just owning a space coming in with boldness and using their power as number one which i could make a comparison against the patriots they do the tortoise and they play 70 percent all the way through and, and and lost but they normally win tide use their position as number one to make you guess Every spot in the Super Bowl was going to be theirs. I, because you they, tried to figure it out. Well, they did the one and they said, it's a car ad, it's a beer ad. No, it's a fancy then they cologne threw out ad. Isaiah Mustafa in. <laughs> Amazing. In, in Amazing. Ten, in 10 years ago or eight years ago, the best, one of the best commercials with um, Old he's Spice. Like, he's like, ladies, no, it's a tight ad. <laughs> Get off my horse. Guy's like, nice pants. It's and just, then they pulled the uh, the redo of the Mr. Clean ad from a year ago or two years ago yeah. with Mr. Clean dance with the lady. Hey, it's me. He turns and goes, it's "Hey, it's tight ad." And then he starts his little uh, his little dance. And then I thought it was funny that uh, is it Priscilla? Is that how you say it? I don't know. I, the other who cares? The uh, that's the just got the other on. detergent came on. They dressed out. 
They oh, had, they, they oh had a, no! It was as if they were like, "Hey, we came to the game too," and they were Can like, "You imagine you have tickets on the like?" If I'm their marketing agency, they, they, I'm they like, were all we just they got were all destroyed. A, they were all at a party, and everybody before the game we was have like, a "Super Bowl! I yeah, can't wait to the third quarter. quarter! It's gonna be awesome!" And about by the the, the time the third tight end rolled through <laughs> before theirs, whew. oh, they were just sitting there going, "Oh, okay." Like, probably, I mean, but, I don't but know. Being, but but when showing you, up half when you the place battle. your ads with national NBC or whatever for the buy, do, do they say, well, well, you know, hey, Priscilla, Tide has five ads coming up, and no, they're they all really good. Why would you that, say that? Yeah, and you're saying, go, we're going to be the only, you know, someone thought, we're going to be the only detergent ad this year, and it's going to be awesome. And then they're sitting there going, oh, no. I would love, <laughs> I mean, just for the morbid curiosity to be at the debrief, postmortem, whatever. I mean, shouldn't have placed an ad. I'm going to say they're going to be like, everybody's going to try to be really positive. I don't know what kind of executives they have, but like, yeah, man, like, good job, great effort. We just spent a million dollars. They're the Rudy. The Rudy of. But this may be a good example of of when you might decide not to advertise because the fact is that Tide came out so strong and in frequency and creativity against a similar Me Too product, that by them being in it, I think if you noticed I'd never it, heard of them before. Yeah, I'd never heard of them but before. But as an adverti- as an advertising Advertising. Person, as an advertising person, you saw it and you said, wait, why'd y'all even get in the game? Like, that's the way I looked at it. But, you, they, but you're considering them. I had, I had literally well, I never heard. Because I wrote it down. Because I never heard remembered it. it if I didn't write it down when I was yeah. watching the, the game. But still. And the concert. You showed up. You got your name out there. Somebody's going to try it. Yeah. But, Maybe. Because people have strong opinions about Tide as a product. It breaks people out. It does this. It does that. People are eating the friggin' things. Oh, the Tide Pod Challenge? They do look. Don't do that. If look, you're listening to this and you've ever even considered Tide Pod Challenge, quit listening to it. They look tasty, though. No, they don't. You haven't seen them. No, I've seen them. I use them. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, moving Tide on. wins. Spoiler Tide alert. Wins. Tide wins. Uh, Doritos, I thought was good with the Mountain Dew. Doritos combo with... Uh, Game of Thrones, Tyrion, isn't that his name? No, Peter Dinklage is his name. <laughs> What's his name in Game of Thrones? Tyrion Lannister. Okay, yeah, Tyrion Lannister, but he was Peter Dinkerly. Yes. <laughs> he was dinking around with his hot pocket mouth. <laughs> he was on fire. Busta. And Busta rhymes in Missy Elliott with our, our guy Morgan Freeman there, which obviously his voice is unmis- also from Mississippi. Un- unmistakable. Also from Clarksdale? Somewhere. Somewhere down in the, down the hot de- coffee, Delta. I think. Let's talk about some other stuff we liked, and then we'll get into stuff we didn't like as much. I kind of liked the Sprint Robots. I thought that was kind of funny. When they all start making and the guy comes up and goes, <laughs> he says, you've got a dumb face. And I guess I like juvenile humor like that, but you've it, got a dumb face. It was, I mean, I, are you, I, I don't know. I just There's some brands. Are you going to switch because of that? I don't know. Maybe not. You might remember it. but Also, how does Tom Cruise get younger in every movie he's in? Um, there's, I think if I mention why, um, there's a whole organization of people. Oh, don't. Nope. Nope. That might nope, show up nope, with gonna devices go there. to, um, somehow I might he, get audited. Somehow he gets younger in everything he's in, but I don't know. What, even, what movie was, oh, Mission Impossible 13, I think, with Henry Cavill's mustache that they couldn't uh, remove from Probably Superman. 16. 16. Yeah. It was Mission Impossible 16. Um, but, uh. Somebody got flipped in that trailer, just flipped right through a mirror. Just, they, they, they did. They did. I thought 
Bud Light Silly Dilly. Was, Screw that. I'm done. I hate it. it. I hate it. I, would, I thought it was. I think Dilly Dilly is kind of funny because it's it catchy. Must, it's catchy. It's a different level. But than it's I catchy understand. because it's become a catchphrase. Like you can go to a bar and someone will go Dilly Dilly. Yeah, and you know it's, that it's fun. they have a 300 credit score. And they hate they, they drink bad sorry, beer. Sorry to everybody. That was. I wish we had a laugh track. That would maybe feel better <laughs> if there was a laugh track behind it because that was a good line. But I maybe. mean, it's just. Bud Light, and then Natty Light coming in with the college videos, just kind of like that weren't was, that was awful with a bunch of thirty year old thirty year old. That was dumb. What about just the weak ending to a lot of commercials? A lot of them had a good build up, like yeah, they got I in. Think, there's this, and here's the formula. I, I, the formula. We were talking as the game was going on in the concert, and we said, we said, you know, this is this, whatever. And I thought there's a formula to these to these advertisements. It's music, icon, brand reveal. That's usually the way it is. It's it's some music. Go through it and watch them again on, on yeah. Ad Age or you said or whatever. There's an icon or music, and one is entered in the other way, and you hear it and you catch the music or you see the icon, you recognize it, and then brand reveal. That's what it always is. That's kind of the formula for these ads. The other thing I, I think that was sort of formulaic, you know, last year was the um, kind of Trump, anti-Trump era. Hey, by the way. Thank you, brands, for not going totally political this year. Yeah, but they did go micro ultra minority, which is nothing wrong with it. I'm just I always wonder. Why, Let's go for ten percent of the market. N- no, how about point ten percent? Is uh, that's what I'm saying? It's ultra micro minority. Um, look, I'm a thousand percent for inclusiveness and things like this, but does does anybody not? feel distasteful on forced minority it's kind of like the dodge dodge got hammered on social media for using uh, martin luther king jr speech and commercializing it it almost feels a little too userly also dodge sucked with the vikings thing kind of clever that they thought they're playing in the game but just nobody I, I just, nobody cares like, it's not it's not like a popular it's thing. not like the i mean the, the Vikings were it, – it's not like they were almost, almost there. I mean, they – well, well, next time are you going to put Patriots rowing across the sea for uh, more? I, I mean, I, then they turn they, around and go they back. They just paid you $100,000 for a concept, John. Man, Checks in the so mail. Good. Dodge, so Dodge – Daimler Chrysler failed across the board. Their anti-manifesto ad with the Jeep going up the thing. Some people called it a manifesto. You called, called it a, a manifesto. manifesto. The ad's called Jeep Manifesto, jackass. Yeah. You, you can't, it. like, say, they say, it was you. Yeah, it was it, – mm, it, mm. Jeep. Went from mm-hmm. I, they. I'm going to go mm-hmm. research it. They had to have gotten a new agency who who was like pick up the ball and run with this. Football pun, sports pun. You know uh, who else was a winner tonight? Me. I ah, for all, being entertained. You're always a winner, Josh. That's what my mama told me, mm, and you believed her. Sadly, mm, she told me I could be anything I wanted, and you believed her. Sadly, but the winner tonight as an individual. It's none other than one and only Mr. Chris Pratt. At least in the paycheck area. Four four or five ads. Four separate ads. He was in Jurassic. He was in Michelob Ultra. And he was in twice. And he was in the Marvel spot. What are the other movie with Iron Man and all the I'm not a comic nerd, but all those nerds are just a regular human now. A regular human. We're okay now. We're part of the micro minority. Yeah, they advertised to you. See, they did. They advertised to you. Also, you did win one of your Nostradamus goals, <laughs> in that there was someone with an elongated 
<laughs> limbs. The girl with the um the the whatever the, the mango super white twist. jeans that she had ten foot legs and a three foot body. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that, but it's, it's I thought it was a Skittles commercial, but it wasn't. But no, it was like a drink. It was a, a Mountain Dew twist. It was a, it's mango something. Bobby, our producer, chimes in with the win there, but uh, but yes, Josh said start looking for elongated limbs and ads, and, and we're halfway into it, and there's just this girl with just grotesquely elongated limbs. Hey, little game commentary for a second. So how about Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels taking 10 minutes to to define what the run-pass option was when the name is literally what it is? All the time while you're out of touch by the legendary Hall and Oates plays He's playing in the background. It just like was too too like put together for me that so, so the run pass option is when you have the option to run or pass. Nobody asked you, Kevin. <laughs> Pretty good spot. I liked it. Weird. I was about to comment like, "Hey, they really didn't use haters weird weirdness here." And then, and then he, he literally just Nobody yeah. asked you, Kevin. Uh, if your name's Kevin, kind of like Mike a few few years ago from Hump Day. What day is it, Mike? What day, mate? Oh, uh, social media win of the night, Wendy's. Oh. McDonald's just Don't. owned him. I'm sorry. Did you freeze that Ronald feed? McDonald just got clowned. Yes. Why are you always crying? Why are you crying? Why is James crying? Because he just got dunked on. Mm. Hey, listen. Hey, speaking of high-pitched voices. If you, don't check out, if you need to know about that, check out Froggy Fresh on YouTube because that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so what happened was there was about a, a six-second delay in the game. Yes. And it stopped. And Wendy's tweeted but they to had McDonald's. Been just laying fire. They've been laying fire on them all game, but then they just said, "Would you freeze the live feed too?" Because they freeze their burgers. Now they, fr- yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. If you're out there, pretty good. Yeah. Like just taking they advantage. They called it the bread mac. Just they dunked on them and then like just pushed their head into the bleachers or something. Just yeah. Sean Kempt them. I mean, McDonald's just was like the cool kid at school that a new kid showed up. And then the new the the cool kids start getting picked on. He's like, but I but I own the school and I'm trying to be cool and fight back a little bit. And Wendy's anyway. I was trying to segue over to, to high pitch because you went high pitch. Who else could just in the middle of what they're doing, like Justin Timberlake, just go high pitch in the middle and get get a like you're in the middle of the numbers, like uh, the quarterly returns. Oh my god! So. And it's like, oh, I, I, like, yes. I was doing the follow of the the criticism of his uh, Prince inclusion and Janet Jackson went there and all this BS, yeah. whatever. The dude's a five star entertainer. He killed it. He kills it. He always does. I think it's hilarious that people, oh, well, he didn't invite Janet Jackson. You know who's, you know how you know many what? of those people's opinion got asked? None. Zero. And do you know what he cares when he's raking in $130 million a year and he's about to go on tour and he's about to. It doesn't matter. He, like, does, I just, not, he does not care and he shouldn't care. And and that's a good lesson for you marketers out there, <laughs> is stop caring. Like, I look as an owner of an the ad call agency, center's blowing up. It got four calls today I about a tweet we put how out. How many times stuff has gotten derailed over? I had a I had this guy. I did a favor, of course, made him a spot, and the voiceover was too sultry. And some old biddy comes in, is like, oh, your ad's very sexual. And I mean, it was just a female voiceover pulled it. Well, that's like, well, we didn't pause, but we've had, uh, we try to do music. We can't afford the icons. Let's just talk about it. But you go music and then your brand and whatever, try to interest Tut, in it. Tust and Jimberlake. Yeah, exactly. And and someone will. We thought we were buying But we've good. had some face. The, the music's too loud or the music's too rock rocking or whatever. And you're like, okay, well, that's your opinion. 
Thanks, bro. Yeah, if you want to continue to keep, you, you could buy buy a lot of stock and come in and talk to us about it. Yep. Uh, oh, by the way, let me go back to Dodge real quick. I got to hate on them a little more. Quit dodging the question, Josh. No, I'm not. We haven't started a question. They screwed up. We will rock you. Yeah, I'm in a, that Viking thing. I mean, oh, mm, just mm. no, just don't do it. Hey, but but icon music sort of. When I thought Lionel Richie, the TD Ameritrade commercial to start off yeah. with, pretty good because they were trying to get him to say all night long. Yeah. And he would, you know, well, till dusk, till dawn or whatever. Steven Tyler, though. It was good. Steven Tyler going not reverse. Kia, no. Steven Tyler took that Tom, didn't work in Steven Superman Tyler 1. took Tom Cruise pills and went reverse. Yeah, but I thought it was Jack Sparrow and uh, Kia. It was. It, it The Stinger. Hey, and how about Key or Peel? Um, I, I don't know which one's which. They're both pretty cool, though. Um, Rocket Mortgage. That was good. Yeah. I thought it was good because it had you kind of like, what's he talking about? And then they're like, the PMI and the blah, blah, on the loan. He's like, uh, yeah, nah. just, yeah, nap, 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 nap. Uh, I thought that was good. Uh, another win of the night, playing on nostalgia and playing off what I thought was the worst of the movie series, but bringing you back in was the Han Solo preview. Because it played off your... What worst of the movie series? The last Star Wars was the worst one. Probably. I said, I mean, so, so, okay, so you said, probably, but my point is, Hanzo's coming out, like, is it going to be as bad as the one I just wasted money to go see? But Rogue One was really good. Rogue and it One was, was amazing. Probably the second best one of the whole album. Yeah. And which, so, is, which, for some reason, people don't like, but it was a good movie. Because because they don't like Prince and Jan Jackson and whatever. I mean, or they like them and don't like just, it's, people are weird. Yeah. But I'm not weird. Solo was good. We're going to see the it full played, trailer. It played off your imagination, though. It, like, Sometimes around teasers. the time that this hits, Good Morning America will have the full Han Solo uh, it trailer. Was, it was good. It was good. And so, and I've got to figure this out because I don't work for a major broadcast station like NBC, but how can you have at least 6,000 Olympic ads? Um, Bobby, in the thing... And during it may have pointed out the answer that to get the coverage of the event, even though NBC's held it forever, they may have to have a, a certain promotional obligation. But do they have to put them on during the Super Bowl? I don't know. I mean, there were, how many were there? At least 6,000. <laughs> At least. Uh, I think you, you may have over overshot that by a small margin. Are they going to have Olympics in two weeks? Are they? I don't know. I was watching, but I don't care about the Winter Olympics. I don't care about any Olympics anymore. I, I, I was Listen, I'm going to tell you when my love affair of the Olympics died. It's when they preempted He-Man in 1984. <laughs> when Team I delayed Olympics. It's when like I the came, live, when I came home from, from school to see He-Man and I saw Summer Olympics or whatever was going on, I don't even know. I was very angry. I wanted to see some... Trap Jaw and He Man and Tila go beat beat up Skeletor, Optimus Prime on some Transformers, and there was ice dancing or something. I was done from there on out. You know what else screwed me up? Wimbledon. Can't do Wimbledon. Breakfast at Wimbledon? That's like the best morning of the year. You get up and you get your strawberries and cream and you go watch Steffi Graf. Sorry, I wasn't beat somebody in tennis. I wasn't born rich. I don't understand that yeah, lifestyle. Well, I wasn't born poor, so too bad for you. Um, let's see what else was good. What else was good? In there? I think M and M's with Devito had a good concept, but but like bad copy. Like the copy just wasn't good. He got good. hit by a bus into a fruit stand. I just thought there was so much more potential. Like, this is what you came up with after that concept? Like, the brown M&M, did she change? What what happened? I don't know. I'm going back. So I'm looking at my notes. So if I look like I'm 
Well, you while you're, while you're listening, well, let, me cover for, let me cover for you okay, and talk okay. about the, cover, bell, cover. the bell curve of Tom Brady's handsomeness. He started out ugly in college. If you don't believe me, look up his recruiting picture. And then got super handsome at some point. And let's just say he's in that – he looks like an awkward 12-year-old in his photos on the game. And I'm not even talking about like the Madden weird renderings. It's just he's kind of gone downhill, so he has hit the normal distribution for for attractiveness. Well, what about the weird Gumby-looking plastic robot versions of people when they were showing on the side and stuff? His hair was like three shades darker than something about Madden. And then you had uh, Dax, whatever his name is, a quarterback of the Eagles. Sometimes Nick looked like Nick Cage. I don't know. He also looked like the Dilly Dilly King with a beard. Dak Shepard. And yeah, I was like, oh, there's Foles. There he is again. Uh, so, so some things I noticed, some blah, 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 some things I noticed too. Where was Miller Light? Where was Coors Light? I think where is, was AT&T? Did you say what at I don't, I mean, if they put it this way, if they had they're a commercial. At home, they're at home with a million dollars in their if, pocket. If they had a commercial, I didn't remember it. So that's. Check one. If they mm-hmm. didn't do it, well, then obviously. I think Miller Lite's the number one uh, major distributed beer. Bud Light's two and Budweiser's three. So they may have just set it number one and put well, their money in their pocket. Budweiser had the water commercial where they helped out with all the, or said so they said, helped out with all the catastrophes with their watery Budweiser. Yeah, I don't know. You, well, you saw the ad. Yeah. I was like that the plant manager went home and had dinner with his wife. She's like, yeah, I know what you did. Yeah, like, like, yeah, you did a good she thing today. She gave him a look, and he's like, yeah, I did that. There's, I don't know. Because she's been hating him for years for creating alcohol, so now he's making water. So she's Yeah, but you know there was like somewhere in some flood-stricken Bible Belt area where where they where they showed up, and like the, the, the conservative pastor of the town shot the pallets of Budweiser water with his 12-gauge shotgun or something. We won't take any of your devil water. <laughs> You know that happened. People were just dying out there in the streets. Oh, we won't touch it. We won't drink that. Have no part of that. All right. So uh, I'm going through the rest of them. Hey. Not a lot of memorable ones. TurboTax, just a lot of weirdness. Some creepy monster under the bed. That was just kind of weird. But a lot of these I've seen before. Like, there was not... Either they had rolled them out early and I'd seen them online, or they'd been on TV and then they just put them in the Super Bowl. So it wasn't like, surprise, it's a new funny ad. So, speaking of that, The Rock made a movie called Skyscraper. <laughs> but, uh, I like The Rock, too. I love him. Everybody does. This is like his other nondescript movie. He made San Andreas. He's making Rampage, which was based on uh, the 1980s NES video, video game. game. <laughs> and they put a plot with it, but skyscraper. What's he gonna be in next year? Like tree, Die <laughs> Hard Six. Yeah, but no, no, no. Die Hard's actually like uh, sounds sounds. It is awesome. This is called skyscraper. Well, he's the rock. He pulls in a billion a year in box hey, office views. Look, when you got love, mad love, you can go Chris Pratt. You mean four spots? Uh, you know what? People love Chris Pratt. He's uh, like the guy you want to hang out with. Yeah. I'd I, hang out with Chris Pratt. Ah. Well, you're not cool enough to. No, I'm not. So, I'm I mean, certainly not cool enough. Sketchers, Actually, Sketchers not, had a Howie Long ahead that's been nah, on TV for like six months. Howie Long. I mean, look, here's the deal. Uh, I I don't want to be classist, but how many people buy Sketchers? They're like, I'm well acquainted with the paradigm of flying. 
Yeah. Who flies regularly? Who wears Skechers regularly? And look, if you're that person that, that is the exception to my prejudice or whatever, let me know. But kind of a not a brand that you wear if you're a frequent flyer. Well, and that one, I don't know, weirdly. But, but it feels just like, you know what first class feels like on a plane? I don't know. I've never been in it. Because I, I fly privately, so I don't know what a first class is. You lay plane. down in the yeah, floor. I, don't, I, I just have my own plane, so I don't even know what yeah. first class would that feel is, like. That uh, is what we call in the business. Fake news. <laughs> um, first class sucks as bad as regular. You just have a little bit bigger seat. So and free drink. Quick sidetrack story that some may find amusing, or you can turn off the podcast now. When I come was, back in like three minutes, yeah, because so, I've got a good. Day so, for you. so when I was younger in college, my father was. Well, you were in, yes. When it, you were in college, yeah, you were I, Tom Cruise reverse. Then now, somewhat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And ladies uh, and gentlemen, yeah. So will you just let me get to the story? Thank you. My father was going to Hong Kong for a <laughs> business trip, and he allowed me to tag along as his pretend intern. Because I guess he wanted to take me to over to Asia. So anyway, I got on the plane. Well, he was in first class, and I was in regular back of the plane class. Coach is what they yes. call it. And when you said it doesn't make that big, it makes a huge well, difference. Well, if you're on a 14-hour flight, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I was in the back, and my dad came back and found me halfway through the flight and was like, come up and hang out first class. And I go up, and there's like stand-up room, a bar, double-deck. International oh, it, different. Was, it was like I went up to it. <laughs> I stepped into a, basically an Austin Powers movie. Yeah. Everybody's up there partying, like enjoying themselves. And then I go back to the like Indiana Jones back of the bus, Jewel of the Nile bus trip Chickens scene. Chickens are running yeah, through. Oh, oh, it was awful. So don't be hazing on that first class ticket, bruh. Yes, on a large uh, because, interna- international flight. Because it was awful. Yeah. And oh. they all like laughed at me like, go back to your seat, young man. And I'm back there in the back and it's awful. And they're up there like having yeah, the, the time of their lives. The difference also is like... A thousand dollars for a ticket versus uh, like I think four or five. More like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean like that way. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna no, say no. A thousand dollars for the coach and maybe fifteen hundred and like five. Yeah, grand. it was it was awful. Yeah. So best, hands down, best secret ad of the night. Secret ad. I don't know what a secret ad is. Deodorant wouldn't no. wasn't doing ads, but it's close. It's close to where Chris Long. Howie Long's son. Oh, Virginia I saw it. CVB had greetings from Virginia tattooed on his right bicep. Yeah, I saw it. It, it had nice there. like two second pause on the screen. It said greetings from Virginia. On I had no side. idea you were from Virginia. He I thought played, they were from like he, Phoenix or somewhere. Uh, they probably are, but he played at UVA, so I guess that was his uh, his lead into there. Yeah. So, by the way, UVA sports podcast flip over that we always do. UVA has the best athletes in the worst football record. I mean, they had the Barber twins. They have Chris Long. They have there's yeah. everybody. There's so many good athletes that played at Virginia. Yet, can you think of them winning anything other than maybe like fifth in the ACC Mm-mm. once? Well, exactly. So, they have so many great athletes. But anyway, I'm just saying, Chris squandered Long. opportunity. Not by the CVB. No. They had the full, I mean, greetings from Virginia on his bicep. By the way, if you know anybody that works seriously at Visit Virginia or virginiasforlovers.com, whatever it is, that didn't screen cap and retweet that, go slap them gently. Like with a feather duster. Hmm. What else? 
I don't know. Lots was, of insights. I would say this. I didn't think they were that funny this year. No. I think there was a lot of blase, like, this is our brand, this is who we are. There's a couple of icons and music and that brought you in. There was Chris Pratt. There was Dilly Dilly, which has now become kind of silly dilly. Although the the one dude in it buried under the thing that just goes, Dilly Dilly, was kind of funny. Yeah, I laughed at that. That was kind of funny. Um, but other than that, I, th- I think that Tide's going to be the winner. Tide. I mean, when people go to Dwight Martin, what I Tide remember last night, they're going gonna to remember because cause they came, yeah, because it was like, is this, what ad is this? And then it made you start watching the other ads thinking, is it a Tide ad? Which means they've just dominated the mindset and the psyche of the whole evening. Yeah. So, I agree. So that was good. I thought Justin Timberlake rocked it as usual. If you're haters out there, just keep hating because he's just going to keep making money and so getting more famous and having a great life. Um, Olympics, a lot of Olympics ads. I felt like that maybe they lost revenue, but I don't know how that's how that works. Hey, they may make money doing it. The Dundee Australia thing. Oh, good day, mate. <laughs> yeah. Are you, where's John? An Australian man just showed up Crikey. here. He has such a, such a realistic accent. What'd you do? Bloody mate. <laughs> John, come back. Uh, oh, I'm back. I'm okay, back. good. I'm back. Good. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Kenny Powers, I don't know his real name. You don't know any. You don't know Peter Dinklage's real name. Danny, Daniel Override. Is Daniel, Mc, Daniel McPride. Oh, Danny McMinimum. <laughs> anyway, Danny McDu- Danny McDundee. <laughs> McDundee. McDundee with Thor. Again, week ending. Like, it was, was such a great setup. He's like, I think they should have let him on more and, like, told him at the end. I don't think they even should have disclosed that it wasn't a movie. Like, I think they should have kept that going so people would go with interest to Google it and say, when's this coming out? It looks like it's going to be funny. And they may actually have to make the movie now because they've got Margot Robbie in a whole side movie. Nah, thing on it. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, you do. Don't you want clicks? Uh, I mean, not for them. I don't care what they do. It's the how whole about, country of Australia. But how about yeah? But there's only like ten thousand people in the whole country and ten million poisonous animals. Well, my sister lives there, so hopefully well, she survives. Which all those one poisonous is she? Animals. One of the poisonous animals. <laughs> um, gotcha. Sibling humor. Mm. Paul Hogan, the original Crocodile Dundee, just kind of did a little pan past Well, him. they rolled him out like a crinkly old beach bone. Crocodile skinned. He was so tan. Well, yeah. He's got to be. All those hours in the sun. Hmm? In the desert. Now, anywho. Well, we're bumping up on our time limit. We've thoroughly thrashed every commercial, but we've also thoroughly... Praise the ones that we thought won. Diet Coke Groove was the long-legged young lady. Mm. She had the stem. And it was Key, not Peel. It was Key that was in the Rocket Mortgage edge. I, I just thought Key was the Rocket Mortgage. Michael yeah. Key. Michael Key. Because I, yeah. So you had that. Uh, then you had Tide with the Dominate. Domination, Domination. Turkish Airlines yeah, with Dr. No, Oz. No, no, no. It was Dr. That, Awful. Who does? It was Dr. Awful. I just don't know what how that no, works and out. the Vikings know, and you go through it. People remember. Hey, there's this Cloverfield movie on like Netflix right now. You can watch. Yeah, That's, that 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 was the reason my interested. kids didn't watch the rest of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I saw some of those scary uh, the arm ads, crawling, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm, I don't think we're gonna watch anymore, Dad." Like okay. that was weird. So I guess there was kind of a that was kind of another trend because you had Castle Rock, you had um, Noise in the Attic with TurboTax, the Ghost. Not really scary, but would be to and a the child. The blob under the bed. The blob under the bed. Cloverfield. Jurassic, Jurassic World, World was scary. 
Um, you had Gold Gold Bloom, whatever that dude's name is, with the Jeep weird Jeep ad yeah, where chase him and super forced. Yeah. Peyton Manning with kind of a weak ad for Peyton Manning. And then, Manning. Um, look, I don't care if you agree or disagree with Matt Damon's political stuff, but, I mean, if you listen to Matt Damon's political stuff, who has no hand in the real world anymore, uh, that's scary to me. Well, that, people need water, Josh. They need water. I'm just saying his, anyway, whatever. Stella Artois is making water. That's and cool. here's the funny thing. It must be successful because now Budweiser is making water. Uh, I and that way first. we just put those together. How about Mr. Bleep Don't Stink? I think that was like just weak. Like, I, I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, but I think it didn't go go hard enough. Got to go to the rim with that. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Groupon? Nah. nah. Didn't make any sense. Like, why were people randomly kicking a football at the rich guy in the stomach? Like, they, <laughs> well, I mean, I get sense. like like uh, personifying stuff, but Mr. And look, I know some of you super community bankers out there like, yes, but shop local. Cool. Cool, great. Go shop local. I'll get the best price. On don't Amazon. alienate people who don't. Because <laughs> and then I'll shop local when I get the best price and deal and the best quality service there. Bring value. I'll do either one. Bring value. What's the benefit to the customer? That's what we say at the almost every podcast. You've got to bring a benefit to the customer. Hey, but you know what? WeatherTech built an American factory. I don't even remember it. Don't even remember that spot. What they did build an American factory. I'm going to go watch Cloverfield now, I think. Good. Well, this is an American podcast, and signing off for the American podcast is The best American podcast in America. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was good. Who had that? That Tide. Tide. See? See, Tide won. So signing off for this Marketing Money podcast is none other than Mr. Oh, me? Yeah, you. Why don't you you sign off first this time? Bye. Hmm. Josh. Mr. That's who I am. They know who I am. Actually, you don't know who I am because when you see us in person, they get us both. Like they think, I don't know why. I, I want to unpack that. Like, why do they think they walk up to me because I look like I'm in control of the podcast? I look like. And I guy. guess I don't. <laughs> it looks like I would be the guy leading the podcast, the, the main mm. countdown guy. Mm. Well, maybe that's it. Josh Mavis and John Oxford sign off. And in the famous words of Mick Dundee, good day, Mike. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.